everybody for accommodating the uh, slight change in schedule. We'll still probably get to breakfast before the rest of the camp, so it should be okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's uh, discuss today. Um, in Smichas Chaver this Zman, we're learning Halachs of Netzilas Yadayim. So I thought that uh, a, a reasonably um, practical topic is what happens if you have to do Netzilas Yadayim and you have a band-aid on one of your fingers or somewhere on your hand. Is that a problem for Netzilas Yadayim? So the answer may be somewhat surprising. The Gemara Masech Zerv and Davdalar and Beis tells us that when it comes to Tevila Mikvah, when it comes to a person going to a mikvah, nowadays a woman going to the mikvah where it's uh, most relevant, but uh, uh, and soon when the Bismarck will be Kayam again, it will be very, very relevant for men going to the mikvah. Also, there's a halacha, they not out of chatzitza, and the definition of chatzitza is uh, the Gemara tells us on a Doraisa level is if it's something that covers the majority of your body, it's rubo umakbid, and something that you don't always want to have there. Sometimes you'd be makbid to want to remove it. So, for example, if a person tried to go to the mikvah wearing full scuba gear, that would be a chatzitza mida oraisa. That does not often happen. Women typically do not show up to the mikvah in full scuba gear and get into a massive all, all, all-out fight with the mikvah lady who doesn't want to let them go in full scuba gear. But, uh, so that is not the most common uh, situation of chatzitza. However, the Gemara goes on to say that a chatzitza on a derabbanan level is if it's one or the other, either rov or makbid is enough to create a chatzitza midrabanan. You will never find a chatzitza that is rov she'eno makbid. Almost every chatzitza you have is miut hamakbid. That it's on a small part of the body, but it's something that you don't always want there. It's something that you would want to remove at a certain point in time. And that is a chatzitza midrabanan. Why am I talking about hilchus tvila? We're not learning hilchus nida this summer. The Gemara in Chul and Beis tells us that whatever is a chatzitza with regard to tvila and mikvah is also a chatzitza with regard to netilas yadayim. So the hands are viewed as their own entity when it comes to netilas yadayim. So chatzitza midrabanan on the hands is something that either covers the majority of the hands or no matter how small an area of the hands it covers, it is something that is makbid. One or the other would be chatzitza for Nitzilis Adayim. And this is Paskin Shulchanar, Kinsum Kuf Samach Aleph, Seif Aleph. The Shulchanar gives a few examples from the Mishnah Masech Mikvos of things that are considered chatzitza. And one of those examples that the Shulchanar mentions is a bandage. And the Mishabur intru- introduces in Kuf Samach Aleph by quoting uh, these two Gemaras about Rubo Makbid by Tevila and the Gemara Chulin telling us that they that, they, uh, that the dinam of Tils Yadayim match the dinam of, t- of Tevila, and he defines Makbid as anything that you want to eventually remove from your body, even if right now at the moment you don't mind it being there. It's something that you don't plan on leaving there uh, permanently, that at a certain point you would definitely want this off. That's called Makbid. In the Sharetzim, in Sukkot and Beis, he adds a Chumrah that since most poskim hold that you fulfill the Mitzvah of Tils Yadayim when washing just your fingers, when figuring out rove, rove would have to be based on the fingers alone. That if something covers the majority of the fingers, even if it doesn't cover the majority of the overall hand, since there are many Rishonim that hold the Yotzin Tzitzitayim with just the fingers alone, that would constitute a rove. So when it comes to a woman going to the mikvah, the Shulchan Aruch and Yardes and Kuftzadichas, Paskins that if the majority of women are bothered by a certain item on their body, even though this woman doesn't mind, she in particular doesn't have a problem with it, nevertheless I would be chatzitza, we say, Batla daita eitzel das kaladam. Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah and Kuf Tzadiches clarify that when we say rove women, it means rove women in this woman 
person's matzav, that are in the same basic community as her, the same basic profession as her. So let's say a woman doesn't mind having paint on her hands because she is a painter. Well, most painters don't mind having a little bit of paint on their hands, and therefore, since something anyone in her category wouldn't mind, that's called uh, something that's enomakbid. And that's what the Shulchan Aruch Paskins and Kof Samachalv as well in Orachayim when it comes to Netilas Yadayim. So the Mishabura mentions the opposite case, that if the majority of people don't care and would not be makbid, but this person is very meticulous and doesn't want any foreign substance on them, so then that's also chatzitza. So if it's either the majority of people or this person doesn't like it there, either one, it's going to be a chatzitza. The Rashba Paskins, that hair dye and makeup are not considered a chatzitza. Why are hair dye and makeup not considered a chatzitza? So the Rashba writes that the color doesn't bother her. On the contrary, it's part of her body because she wants it to be there and she constantly reapplies it. Every time her hair gets uh, you know, the wrong color again, she makes it back to the right color that she uh, wants it to be. Uh, and second of all, he says, there's no mamashas to it. Hair dye is not something you could feel. It's not something that has any substance to it. And anything that doesn't have any substance to it is not going to be a chatzitza. So it seems from the Taz in Yerodeh and some Kav Tzadiches and the Shach over there in Kav Tzadiches, that as long as one of those two criteria of the Rashbar are met, either the, 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 whatever coloring is not going to be chatzitza. So a woman that has mamashos on her body, who, who's uh, happy for it to be there, like uh, nail polish, or a woman who has non-mamashos on her body, even if it bothers her, like ink on her hand from a pen that exploded, is not considered a chatzitza. So if a person was uh, taking notes and their pen exploded and they have uh, ink all over their hands and they try to wash it off and there's still ink on their hands, can they do netilas yadayim? So the answer is yes. Why? Because the Rashba writes that anything that doesn't have mamashos to it is not going to be a chatzitza. And typically when uh, you have ink on your hands and you try to wash it off the best you can, you still have a little bit left. That is not considered to... That, that doesn't have any mamashos. Uh, the uh, Shulchan Aruch paskins are for women who commonly color their hands for beautification. The color is not a chatzitza because women want it there, meaning the first uh, heter of the Rashba. And that's why if a woman has a manicure, she has nail polish, while we do not recommend going to the mikvah like that because we're extra machmir, this Ramada, we're extra machmir by Tzvila, she may do netilas yadayim with, uh, with a manicure. If the manicure is all messed up and the, and the nail polish is cracked and it's not and it doesn't look nice mm, so then we're dealing with something that's a mute hamakpid and that might be an actual problem when it comes to uh, when it comes to Natilas Yadayim um, the Rav uh, Shlomo Amar Paskin that you know how bad does nail polish have to be if she wouldn't be embarrassed to go out of the house like that then you don't call that makbid at least for Legabe Natil Sudayim we could be more makel than we can be Legabe Tevila for the stakes are much lower when it comes to Natil Sudayim so this brings us to a band-aid so uh, we had mentioned that we define makbid according to the Mishabura as anything that eventually you're going to want to remove even if right now you're happy that it's there hmm a band-aid, a cast, l'chora, is a chatzitza, right? Because it's something that you will eventually want to move, even though right now you're happy that it's there. And that's what the Shulchan Paskins in Simchum Samachal Sif Aleph. However, the tour in Simchum Samachal quotes from the Rush that somebody who has a bandage on his hands can wash the exposed sections of his hands. And he says that uh, even though normally a partial washing of your hands doesn't work, but the area that's under the bandage, he has such a svara that the area that's under the bandage is, or under the cast is considered to be 
cut off from the rest of your hand, and the netila is therefore still going on the entire hand, excluding the part that's under the bandage, which is ki'ilu, it's, uh, it's cut off. The shulchanarach and simkuf samach base of yud, paskins like that rush, that if you apply the bandage to a wound, you don't need to take the bandage off when washing for bread, you just wash all the areas that are not covered by the bandage, and that is what we call a stira, right? It's a stira in the shulchanarach. Shulchanach on the one hand says a bandage is a classic example of a chatita because it's something that you're eventually going to want to remove. And on the other hand, he says, oh, whatever's under a bandage, don't worry about it. That's just not part of your hand anymore. You can just wash the rest of the hand. How do we resolve the stira? So Mishabur and Simchav Samachal of explains that in Simchav Samach Beis, where he talks about it being cut off from the rest of your hand, the bandage isn't a chatita because we're talking about a serious wound where there's very little risk of a person removing such a bandage. But in Simon Kuf Samagalif, he has a little boo-boo. So a little boo-boo that you have a band-aid on. Very uh, likely, when do you decide to take the band-aid off? Typically when you have a little boo-boo, when it falls off. Oh, okay, it looks like it's better, so now I'm fine. And at any time, that thing could come off. And that, you can't say that whatever's under there is considered as if it's cut off from the rest of the hand. Chazanish asks that uh, if the section of the bandage is re- that's under the bandage is really cut off, like it says in Kuf Samagalif, we should allow women to go to the mikvah with bandage. Bandages, which normally we do not. Uh, there, there were no no way. I mean, you get that shy little time. A woman has a cast or something else. I remember even Rav Shechter once saying in Shir that uh, that someone uh, told him three different piskei halacha, and uh, one of the piskei halacha the person told him is that he heard in the name of Rav Yosef that if a woman has a cast, she could just keep her arm out of the mikvah with the cast. And he said, pretty sure that I can't trust anything the fellow said because Rav Yosef knows how to learn, and it's, it's not possible that Rav Yosef would have said something like that. So uh, the Chazanish uh, asks, uh, but why not? If it's really cut off, then you shouldn't even need to go in the water. So the Chazanish answer is that we don't view the area of the bandage as if it's cut off. It's just not part of the hand. Meaning that's what uh, the Shulchan Aruch is, is, is quoting from the Rush. That if you have uh, part of your hand that's, that's, that has a bandage with a serious wound under it, we view that as part of the rest of the body. So that's not going to help a woman going to the mikvah because she needs not just her hands to go in the mikvah, she needs her entire body to go in the mikvah. So to say the part that's under the cast is cut off, it doesn't mean cut off, it means it's just part of the rest of the body, which is not going to help us. So what, bottom line, what comes out is that according to the Mishabura, if you have a little cut under your band-aid, and it's the type of cut where you'd easily remove the band-aid if it's irritating you or for whatever other reason, then you have to take off the band-aid before washing until Sudaim. But if you have a serious cut... Uh, where you wouldn't remove, you know, you have stitches or something and it's bandaged up and removing the bandage would be painful or the doctor told you, do not do that, do not take it off or like a cast or something like that, then you can leave it on but you should be careful to wash all of the exposed section of your of your hands. In the Sefer Piske Chuvos, he adds that if you have a small band-aid that's securely fastened, um, you don't, you don't mind it getting dirty or wet. Uh, you'd wear it on any occasion. You don't need to take it off to, to perform any sort of task. Then it wouldn't be a chatzitza because it's a miyotche enomak, but you don't mind it being there. I don't know if, uh, that, that's, uh, if, if most of us view band-aids in that way. It's something that uh, never, never bothers us. Um, but uh, Pashtus is most band-aids bother us a, uh, a little bit. Um, uh, the, uh, the, the, what, what's the halacha if uh, you have one of the more serious bandages so you didn't have to take it off and you did 
Netil Zidayim on the rest of your hand, and then somehow, middle of the meal, it fell off. So the Mishabura writes that you need to wash your hands before eating more bread. You have to go back and do another Netila. But in Sharetzian says, if you quickly put the bandage back on, because it's not allowed to be off, and it's really dangerous for it to be off, so then you would not need to do another Netila. So again, long story short, if a person has a little boo-boo with a little band-aid, they should take off the band-aid before doing Netila Zidayim. If you have a more serious wound, then you should just wash the rest of your hand and leave the band-aid on and not wash the area with the cast or the bandage. Okay, have a great